Hi, this is Dan Steele with your WASA Legislative Report for Tuesday, January 18th. As the 2022 legislative session moves through week two, things continue to move at a rapid pace. Yesterday, however, there was a brief break in the blitzkrieg of action as legislators in both houses took some time to honor Martin Luther King. Following those ceremonies, legislators jumped back into the fray. Legislative committees continued with full agendas, hearing new bills, and also taking executive action on bills heard last week. Major K-12 education issues heard last week are on the move already. Legislation to update staffing allocations, provide enrollment stabilization, and update pupil transportation were all heard last week and also received executive action. Senate Bill 5595, the Governor's Request Bill to increase staffing ratios for physical, social, emotional support staff was heard and adopted by the Senate Early Learning and K-12 Education Committee. Senate Bill 5595 would update allocations for school nurses, social workers, psychologists, guidance counselors, classified staff providing student and, safe, and staff safety, and parent involvement coordinators. A similar bill, House Bill 1664, was heard last week in the House Education Committee and is scheduled for executive action on Thursday. House Bill 1664 is Superintendent Rakedahl's bill that would provide increases in staffing allocations, but only for school nurses. New school nurse funding, however, could be used by school districts for staff within the category of physical, social, emotional support staff, which include the same staff types as authorized in the previous bill, Senate Bill 5595. Senate Bill 5563, providing for enrollment stabilization, was heard in the Senate Early Learning and K-12 Education Committee and is scheduled for executive action on Friday. The bill would assist districts that are continuing to experience declines in enrollment. Additionally, levies and local effort assistance, also known as levy equalization, would be able to use the 2019-20 year rather than the 2020-21 year in calculating levy limits and levy equalization collections. Understand that Senate Bill 5563 and its companion, House Bill 1590, which has not yet been heard, are not intended to be adopted. Instead, the strategy is to move these bills and provide something tangible, an actual black and white bill with a number, for advocates to hold on to and support. Eventually, the enrollment stabilization language will be stripped out of the bill and language will be added to the forthcoming legislative budget proposals. Supporting an actual bill, however, is easier than talking about ambiguous budget provisions, which will eventually be discussed and decided behind closed doors. The levy and levy equalization components of the bills will continue to move because current law must be amended by adopting a bill. They can't be adjusted in the budget. Legislation to update pupil transportation is also on the move. The Senate Early Learning and K-12 Education Committee heard and adopted Senate Bill 5581. The bill would take the first step to revising pupil transportation funding formulas by re requiring districts to be fully reimbursed for costs of transporting special education students, homeless students, and students in foster care. A complete overhaul of the current STARS funding model would come later. 
A similar bill, House Bill 1808, was heard in the House Appropriations Committee and is scheduled for executive action on Thursday. House Bill 1808 is not an identical companion to Senate Bill 5581, but is substantially similar. In addition to these major education priorities, the House Education Committee this morning held a public hearing on the long-term priority of the education community, simple majority for bonds. The Constitutional Amendment, House Joint Resolution 4200, and its necessary implementing bill, House Bill 1226, were both heard this morning and are scheduled for executive action on Friday. The bills will move easily from the Education Committee, but the Constitutional Amendment, House Joint Resolution 4200, will have difficulty passing the full House as it requires a full two-thirds approval. That's 66 out of 98 members. A vote count is currently underway, but all signs point to total support falling under the necessary 66-vote threshold. Sponsors will press for a floor vote, even without the required support, but it's unclear at this point if the House Speaker will allow a vote just to get opponents on the record. We continue to strongly encourage you to engage in this legislative session with multiple education priorities on the table, not to mention the upcoming discussions on the supplemental budget. On Wednesday or Thursday this week, WASA will be disseminating our 2022 legislative session guide to our members. This is another tool to assist you in your advocacy efforts. It will also be available on the WASA website. Finally, a reminder about the upcoming WASA, WASDA, WASBO Legislative Conference on January 30th. There's still time to register. This week, regional planning meetings are being held to allow conference attendees to prepare for legislative meetings that will follow the conference. If you have registered for the conference, we'd encourage you to engage with your colleagues and attend one of these regional planning meetings. Information on the planning meetings, the Week on the Hill legislator meetings, and the actual conference is available on the WASA website. We try to just hit the high points in these podcasts to keep them short and easily digestible. For further details on the issues discussed here and other action, we encourage you to follow WASA's legislative newsletter, This Week in Olympia, which is available on the WASA website. Again, we encourage you to be involved in this legislative session. Now's the time to have an impact. Thank you for listening.